Welcome to our first episode of the Plan Disney Podcast, presented by State Farm. With State Farm, you can personalize your policy with options to help you get a surprisingly great rate. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm so excited to be here with you guys today, these lovely Plan Disney panelists. And just so you guys know, I'm a former Plan Disney panelist. My name is Amira Martin. I'm a mom of three, a wife, and a huge Disney fanatic. And I know I am with my people yes, today. Yes, <laughs> and we are going to have such a great time talking about today's topic. Now, I think you guys should introduce yourselves. So, shall we start? How about you? Yes, happy to start. I am Brianna. I am from North Carolina and I have been going to the Disney parks for all my life. So since I was a toddler, I like to call myself a Disney lifer. And so now I'm a newlywed and continuing that tradition of Disney within my family. And like you said, I found my people within the Plan Disney group. I'm so happy to be a part of it and, you know, excited to be here today. Yes, definitely. So I'm Mandy. I'm from Louisiana. I have an amazing wife and an even more amazing little girl, an eight-year-old daughter. And um, we are like a little trio of Disney BFFs. We're little Disney partners <laughs> in crime. It's kind of a competition of who's the biggest Disney fan in the house. Um, and we are Walt Disney World Resort fanatics. We are Disney Vacation Club members, and that's actually my planned Disney specialty. And this is my first year as a panelist, so I'm super excited to be here. And my favorite thing in the world is chatting Disney with Disney friends. So I am incredibly excited to be here. So thanks for having Yay. me. Yay! Okay, so sir. I, I'm Doug. I'm uh, my wife and I and two teenage daughters live in Carmel, Indiana, and I have been on the panel since way back in 2009. And um, I. Um, Specialize in Walt Disney World, and that is our key. Although we're excited for our first time ever, we are going to Aulani this summer. Oh, we're very excited to to see the magic out there. Okay, you said the magic word, and I feel like we're gonna we're gonna ask you a couple questions. I think about that. Mm -hmm. I am excited for you. Yeah, me too. Me too. (laughs) But today we're gonna talk all things spring break, right? We're gonna talk about Disney destinations, Mm -hmm. so theme parks, beaches, festivals, water parks. Now. Brianna. Yes. Mandy. Yes. Yes. I need to know all the things Mm -hmm. about what we should expect when we want to do spring break at a Disney park or resort. Yeah, I think one of the big things that Disney fans often forget are that there are beach resorts. So you can go to Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort. You can go to Disney's Vero Beach Resort or Alani, a Disney resort and spa. Perfect place to get that beach vacation, but also just enjoy the Disney magic. Yeah, that's so true. So I'm actually planning, even as a Disney Vacation Club member, I'm planning my very first trip to Disney's Vero Beach Resort yes. this summer. Well, actually in the spring, in May. And um, I'm, I'm super excited because we're just tacking on three days to the end of our Walt Disney World vacation because okay. it's an only about a two-hour drive, mm-hmm. right? Oh, wow. And so it's going to be the perfect place to recharge, rest after the theme parks yeah. and still have get that great relaxing beach vacation, but still with that Disney flair, Disney service. Yes. You know what I mean? I Everything great do. that we've come to expect and love from a Disney vacation. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited to plan the trip, y'all. There is so much to do at this resort. I mean, an endless list of resort activities, seriously. Mm -hmm. But I am so excited to see the little sea turtle nest. So, right? I heard about that. Yes. So, the sea turtle nesting season starts in March, it's March to October. Mm -hmm. And the beach where Vero Beach Resort is actually located is basically one of the most um, heavily dense 
sea turtle nesting areas in the Western Hemisphere. Wow. Right, and Disney conservationists do what they can, do everything they can to protect the nests. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, because they are an endangered species, yes. the loggerhead sea turtles. And so I'm just really hopeful to get a glimpse <laughs> mm -hmm. of the nests. Yes. And also, I'm excited to sort of do nothing. I think being at the beach is just like typical spring break destination. And I mean, you mentioned um, Vero Beach. You can definitely go and do a sunset walk or a sunrise yes. walk. Oh, and wow. I think one of the cool things that I would do is just go walk out, see the sunrise, and then head over to breakfast before the crowd gets there. Oh, yeah. top that's tip. A good tip. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great tip. Yes. Now, Doug, spring break, what's one of the things that you feel like we should know about spring break and something we should really think about doing? Yeah, so, I mean, I think the biggest thing, and it, it talks a little bit about the Vero Beach benefit of you've been busy in the parks, you know, we always plan on our spring break trips at least one pool day, resort pool, mm -hmm. yeah. do other things because it's about... It's about recharging, reconnecting as a family, mm -hmm. and, and a little bit of relaxation. So, especially if you go to Walt Disney World, you see these parks, you think every day, park, 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 and it's understandable. It's understandable, but you gotta remember what the purpose of the vacation is, spring break. It's about getting that energy back as you get to that home stretch of the school year. Right. So I find that really, really helpful is, is that time. And for us, it's even grown beyond that to doing things like, uh, I have a daughter who likes to do some resort hopping, so and she loves animals. So we go. We went to Sanaa to the Animal Kingdom Lodge oh, for lunch. Yes. We had lunch with a zebra. He was at the window the whole time. <laughs> he did not order, but <laughs> nevertheless. But but it's about that kind of connection, I yeah. think. And and it really for our family, it really set us up great for those last couple of months of school. Mm, I love that. Yeah. And now the weather is always so beautiful, yeah. especially around spring break time. Now I know there are other activities that we can get in. I is there a golfing that maybe we can do during spring break? Yeah, so golf is one of those kind of overlooked things. What's amazing is they've got courses here that have actually hosted PGA events. That's a huge deal. Wow. And the other thing is a lot of people when they go on vacations will pass over golf because they think I got to take my clubs. How am I going to get from my resort to there? Disney provides complimentary transportation to and from your resort to their to their courses. Um, they've got nine hole and 18 hole. Okay. Um, they've got, and they have rental clubs, rental shoes. So really they've made it as simple and easy as possible for those duffers out there who really want to hit the links. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great, again, it's another one of those activities you can do that helps you kind of reconnect. I mean, yeah. a couple hours on the course, enjoying it. I'm really horrible at golf, <laughs> so I spend a lot of time repairing divots, but other than that, I mean, it's, it's a really, it's a nice overlooked part of the Walt Disney World Resort experience that I think people who are interested in golf should mm -hmm. kind of reconnect with. Now, I know that there is Oak Trail. This is a walking course. They also do foot golf, which is, I'm not only bad at golf, I'm bad at soccer. This combines two of the things I'm really bad at, yeah, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I just about that, about Yeah, so it's tons of fun. Yeah. It's also good if you've got younger kids who want to go out, you want to spend time with them, yes. but they're not ready, maybe they haven't played golf before. It's a lower stakes, more fun kind of experience. Oh, so. that is awesome. so smart. Yeah. Now we mentioned downtime. Now, what are some downtime options that we think that guests like us, fanatics like us, who do love going to the theme parks, yeah. mm -hmm. what are some of the things that we can see as downtime but it's we're still having that time inside of the theme park during spring break mm -hmm. yeah i think one big thing is just taking advantage of dining right so whether that's in magic kingdom you going to actually sit somewhere outside and just get a quick snack 
tucked away or if you're actually going into a table service restaurant yes like take the time to relax you need to recharge rejuvenate so you have enough batteries to get to fireworks at the end of the night and speaking of eating of course we have all of the great festivals mm -hmm. around yes. the Disney Resort property um, you've got Disneyland Resort has the food and wine festival mm -hmm. and that is continuing through April 26th so that is a great opportunity to just go around try different foods um, and also you've got Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival yes. as well where you get to see all these beautiful topiaries. I know for me like my mom and I actually my senior year decided to come to Disney just ourselves and it was during Flower and Garden Festival. Aww. We walked around looked at all the topiaries and then I love the Lion King so there was one specifically I remember of Rafiki holding up Simba yes. and my mom and I took a picture like that. Of course she didn't pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we just took that and it's like a really, really great memory. So I, I love the topiaries yeah. and just like looking around and all the scents. It's just I like, love it's, it's lovely, yes, just the, refreshing. The gardens are beautiful. Epcot has never looked more gorgeous than yeah. it does during Flower and Garden <laughs> so Festival. Right. It really does. And I love the little Spike the Bee scavenger hunt. Mm. Have y'all done that? We have. Okay, you cannot miss it because you basically purchase a little scavenger hunt and then you, it's the perfect way to go explore every pavilion at the World Showcase. Mm -hmm. okay. And then at the end, you get a cool little prize oh. for having fun. Yes. So what's better than that? Oh, I love that. Right. Well, you mentioned, you know, as enthusiasts, we're, uh, that's a nicer word than probably <laughs> some people would yeah. You know, you get a lot of Disney enthusiasts out there who know about the festival, but they're like, yeah, I go to Epcot Food and Wine. Mm -hmm. What's neat about, I'm always about the food. What's neat about the extra stands they build during this festival that I like is, it's almost entirely new food items. And they bring back some of the classics. Like, I mean, corned beef brisket hash. Mm -hmm. That has just got my name written all over it. <laughs> so I can get some of those classics that I like at the fall event. Okay. But there's also a lot of new things to try. Uh, there's some etouffee, which is kind of neat. So I, I think it's it's um, a lot of people will overlook it. But I think the point you made about how beautiful it is out mm -hmm. there. Gorgeous. There's a lot yeah. of different kind of experiences. And the food is a mix-up. It's not just bringing out the same old things that they have in the fall. There's a lot of new stuff to try out, Definitely. which I really like. A lot of fresh flavors for yes. the spring. Exactly. Yes. And make sure to take your time. Like you might need two days in Epcot rather than one so you can get around half Definitely. of the World Showcase and then do the other half. Definitely. And then also you got to keep in mind Harmonious just opened for the 50th <gasps> anniversary. So, you know, spend a whole afternoon in Epcot, stay until it's dark, watch Harmonious from literally anywhere around the World oh, Showcase. Yes. Like, yes. It's yes. perfect. Breathtaking. So I listen to the soundtrack all the time. Love I'm not going to lie. Let's <laughs> no, go love it. So um, no, I just love you. it. Yes. Perfect. For the 50th, I love the fact that they've done the 50 statuettes of different Disney right. characters. Yes. And we're not, on our next trip, the, my girls and I, we're not going to try to find all 50 necessarily. <laughs> but we're going to do, instead, we're going to do a bucket list of, let's see who can spot the five that they pre-picked. And, and oh. not go seek them out, but just mm. see how many of them we run across during our natural Naturally. moving around. Just because it's kind of a fun, it's a great little, I, I don't know if it qualifies as an Easter egg, but it's mm -hmm. kind of a great little surprise that's not been in any of our past vacations. Right, right, right. very yeah. cool. Yeah, speaking of the 50th, I love Disney Enchantment. I just went yeah. and watched it again <laughs> last night. And so my little tip is to see it more than once. Definitely mm -hmm. watch it 
near the castle to see the projections on the castle, but you have got to watch it on Main Street as well. That's where I watched it last night for the first time, and there are projections down Main Street now, and it just adds so much to it. It's great. Yes. So did you watch it from the back area so you could see everything? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, it was perfect. One other tip for Enchantment, you can also watch it from the back of the castle. Now, you're not going to get the the projections there, but you're going to be, again, tucked away um, where there's not as much of a crowd. So if you have a bigger family and you just want a different experience and you've seen Enchantment multiple times, Mm -hmm. that's a good option as well. So we've covered just about everything when it comes to doing downtime when you're doing spring break at a Disney destination. But we haven't talked about where we are. We're here at Typhoon Lagoon. And I had a chance to catch up with someone very special to talk about the storyline and the theming of Typhoon Lagoon. One major thing to think about when it comes to spring break at Disney parks are the water parks. So today, we're gonna learn a little bit more about Disney's Typhoon Lagoon, the storyline behind it, and even the theming. And we are here with Brandon from Walt Disney Imagineering. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, I'm so excited. On the very first podcast too, right? On the very first one. Yes. So we are just so honored that you are here. Now, tell me a little bit more about what you do at Walt Disney Imagineering. So I work in communications for Walt Disney Imagineering. Okay. So what I love about that is I get to work alongside our project teams that are doing all sorts of amazing things all across the resort. Um, and in this case, I kind of get to be the one to help tell those stories. So oh, wow. I'm so excited to be here talking about Disney's Typhoon Lagoon and, uh, and of course to be visiting with you because I mean, what a great place to have as, as a fun background for this conversation. Oh my gosh. It's just so beautiful here. It is. It yeah. It is. Okay. So we talked about the beauty real quick, but I think we need to go into the storyline behind Disney's Typhoon Lagoon. I yes. know there is one. So yes. can you tell us a little bit more about that? Absolutely. So as, as you drive in, you'll start seeing some signs kind of hinting at this great storm that kind of made the park what it is today, Typhoon Lagoon. And so according to our Disney legend, there was this a massive storm that kind of worked its way across the ocean and created this gigantic tidal wave. Which oh, wow. Just, it did. And it descended upon this kind of mysterious and uh, magical tropical paradise, if you will. Okay. So, so prior to this massive wave coming, it had been just to this quaint village. And then there had been this, this you know, cute resort, Placid Palms Resort. Um, and then as soon as the storm hit, it kind of transformed everything you see behind us. And so it left behind all of the, the winding water waves and the, the rolling riptides, all of that as well. And so... Um, all of our attractions, all of the things that we have here are kind of themed behind the fact that this typhoon had come and created the lagoon that we have here today. That is a brilliant. Oh, I love that. And I love that we'll kind of get that storyline as we walk through. And as we come right through that entrance, we'll yeah. kind of figure out what maybe have happened here. But speaking of things that have happened and things we may see when we walk into this park, you have to tell me, how did the boat get up there? Miss Tilly, the shrimp boat. Okay, How did it get to the top? Yes, how? Mount Mayday is the name of that volcanic mountain you see. It's kind of the focal point of the park. And so, um, absolutely, that had to have been a massive storm to have lift such a large boat as Miss Tilly up to the top. (laughs) And you know, every every half hour, the mountain tries in vain to shake it loose, uh, which I think kind of helps give our story for the largest wave pool that we have in America. Uh, But that's what's really fun is it's kind of part of the story. It's built in, right? That you see the shrimp boat up there and everything else kind of happens because of that. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so we're obviously going to pay attention to that boat. Mm -hmm. But are there little small things that we should really pay attention to as we're walking through Disney's Typhoon Lagoon? Absolutely. You, You know, what I love about working at Walt Disney Imagineering is getting the chance to work alongside people who 
they, they think of these stories. It, it's the beginning for everything that we do. Mm -hmm. And then from that comes the design, from that comes um, all the experiences that you see here. And so the story is the heart of everything. And what's really fun about that is our guests, they don't have to know the story coming here to okay. have such an incredible time, right? Yeah. Um, in fact, I, I bet what I'm about to share with you today, maybe you haven't heard that, but I know that you love Typhoon Lagoon, right? I do. Right. And so so you can come here and you can experience it um, and then kind of say, oh, that, that's fun. That's a cute little design. But the more you come, the more you can engage, the more you can kind of see, oh, there's a lot of thought that goes behind this. Um, and so... I, I want to tell you a, a story real quick. Okay. Can I share that with our listeners? Yes. So I love this. I, I was working recently on a project and one of the show writers, he explained something to me and it kind of, it made me go, huh. He's like, you know, when we write these stories, there's kind of three levels that we think of when we, talk, we think about our audiences. And he said, and this is a great metaphor for Typhoon Lagoon. He said, the first group can be someone who, they just want to get their toes wet. They okay. just kind of want to wade in the water with, with our parks. Maybe they're coming for the first time and they're they're going to see something. And, you know, it's fun, it's clean, it's safe. It's what we do at Disney. Right. Uh, and they appreciate it, right? The next group are the ones they want to swim in the water. And so they've been a few times before. They know the story of what's happening. They get really excited about it. Um, and then the, the third group, those are the ones they want to, they want to dive in the deep end of the pool. Yes, right? that's and me. You do? Yeah. <laughs> So full-on immersion, and that, that means even including the story as well. Right. So back to Typhoon Lagoon, yes, there's a typhoon. And yes, it's created this incredible water park that we have here. But what's really fun are those little details. So the Placid Palms Resort, that was the name of the resort um, prior to the lagoon. If you go and look at the sign for the Placid Palms Resort, okay. someone's crossed out Placid, and now it's the Leaning Palms Resort. Oh, god! Because if you see what this place looks like after that storm came through, it looks like the whole thing's about to <laughs> lean over, right? Yes. You know it as Leaning Palms is where you go to get your great food and beverage, but that little detail of why it was once placid and now oh, we got we to gotta change the name. The storm completely changed the way this looks. You know, that's subtle in the same way. Yes. So one really fun detail that is all about story here is the story behind Misadventure Falls. Okay. So that's the newest attraction we have at, at Typhoon Lagoon. And what's really fun about that is it's centered around Captain Mary Oceaneer, who is a part of the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. Okay. So you gotta, you gotta lean in and think about that. Again, this is for that third tier fans, right? They're deep, full on. They wanna know all about the story. Yes. Some of our fans might recognize Captain Mary Oceaneer from the cruise ships and her storyline. Yes. But what's fun about the Society of Explorers and Adventurers, it's an original story that Imagineers have created. And there are ways that these different uh, attractions and, and experiences all across our parks and resorts and ships around the world, they tie together. Okay. So Captain Mary Oceaneer is a part of this elite club, which is really fun in that way. But one thing that I want to share, and you have to look at this the next time you go. Okay. When you go to the entrance of Misadventure Falls, and you look at the dive bell that represents the marquee for that attraction. Okay. At the very bottom of the dive bell, okay, this is this is deep cut here. This is for the deep fans. <laughs> There's Atlantean writing at the bottom of the dive no bell. No way. That's right. And it roughly translates to we come in peace. Oh. You never have to know that detail to enjoy the incredible uh, attraction that it is. You never have to know that. But if you're into it, you realize Captain Mary Oceaneer, Society of Explorers and Adventurers, she's trying to make contact with the Atlanteans. <laughs> Every time she drops that dive bell, she's trying to make contact. It just, it brings that story to life in a really fun way. And it ties everything together when you look at our attractions all around the world. Oh my goodness. I love that. And I love that we can just enjoy the park but we can also sit here and kind of think of all of the layers that they put into Disney's Typhoon Lagoon. That's right. It's fantastic. Because you can have a water park and, and it's great, but it kind of goes back all the way back to Walt. It's not just, it's not an amusement park. It's a theme park. And that theme informs the design. Yes. And so as you're enjoying the lazy river here and you look around and you see all of these salvaged items, these found items, and you say, there's some, 
something going on here, right? <laughs> That's what's washed up from that storm, right? right? They all tell a story kind of tying back to what informed the, um, the creation of this park in the first place. Oh my goodness. So the theming, the storyline, the beautiful sights that we're seeing all around this water park. Mm -hmm. It's just so fantastic. Yes. And you gave us so much insight today, Brandon. <laughs> and that's just a small snippet of it. You know, and Imagineers, they put this story into everything we create here at the parks, but we just want our fans to know we, we absolutely love when you come and you get to enjoy these experiences, especially with your family, um, and know that there's there's story there if you want to dive into it. Oh, it's so great. Thank you so much for joining us today and for giving us all of those wonderful little insights. And I know we can't wait to explore Disney's Typhoon Lagoon. And now we're gonna talk about the fun. When it comes to Disney's Typhoon Lagoon, I know these Plan Disney panelists have so much to share with us on how we can have the best time during spring break. All right, guys, you have to tell me, what are some of the best tips that you can give us to really take advantage of Disney's Typhoon Lagoon? So I think with Typhoon Lagoon, you know, I mentioned earlier about those pool days are a great way to kind of take a break in the middle of your vacation. If you want to plus it up, going to one of the water parks like Typhoon Lagoon is great. And what's nice about it is there's something for different ages. Like there's a great kids area. There's actually two based on height. Oh. So you don't have to worry. Everything's teenagers on water slides. My kids are going to get run over. When my kids were smaller, I didn't have to worry about them being in an area where there were big right. kids and little right. kids. Mm -hmm. It was a little safer that way. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. So, yeah, and you say every age level, but really, it's bravery level too because <laughs> I am sort of a chicken when it comes to water slides. But really, there is something for everybody. I mean, if you want to go on the body slides, you can. If you want to just float on the lazy river yeah. or go in the wave pool, you can too. And so, it really is perfect for everybody. Yeah, and I think Miss Adventure Falls is one of the big attractions here. It's a family raft ride where, you know, everybody can get in, four people. And I always yes. love when you're at a water park and the cast member is like, hey, who wants to go down backwards? And then you raise your hand and then they turn it to the opposite right. side. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like your mom. like Right, it would be me. But yeah, yeah no, yeah. that's always fun. <laughs> and, um, and just something good to do for, you know, all the family that's uh, yeah. of the right height. So for me, the spring break, spring break tip that's important, mm -hmm. I've got teenagers. So when they come back from spring break and they're all hanging out together and they say, what did you do? It's like stuff, which is teenage <laughs> coach, like nothing. Or, you know, I went to the beach. What else did you do? I went to the beach. <laughs> Imagine your teenager getting back to high school. What'd you do over break? Oh, I learned how to surf. I mean, <laughs> that's like the cool quotient. Yes. So they actually have surf classes here coming soon. They, they've been available in the past. Um, you just got to check for availability, but they have both private surfing time that you can schedule or surfing class. Wow. And what's neat so about cool. it, I heard a guy once who used to teach the lessons here who said he's from Southern California. He said, what's great about teaching it here is I get a perfect wave to teach them on every 90 seconds or so. Whereas out in the ocean, it's like we go yeah. out there and then it's small talk until, right. you know, please, 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 I need a wave. <laughs> here, you can hear them over our shoulder. Right. Right. Every minute and a half, a perfect wave. And it's a great thing for a teenager to go home and brag to their friends. I learned how to surf over right. spring break. So true. I'm, I'm so cool. cool. Yeah. Literally the perfect wave, too. Yeah. Like, yes. Right. Love that. Nice. Now, I heard something about a shack. There's something amazing here where we can reserve a shack. Yeah, so there are uh, there's a lot of really neat ways you can uh, you can kind of plus up your day here too. There are uh, you can actually uh, get umbrella spaces that you reserve ahead of time that has umbrellas and chairs, and they've got a lot of different kind of uh, beachcomber shacks. So that 
really to match just about any kind of family, some for six, some for eight. Yeah. It's a great place to relax. You get mm -hmm. the comfortable seating and there's, there's constant water uh, provided and there's an attendant that kind of helps you along the way. We're actually in one right yes. now. They've removed some of the stuff yes. for our chat today, but it's really great and such great views Views, too. Yes. It's a really nice home base to yeah. have for your family, especially if you're coming with more than just a couple people. Yeah, right. yeah. So. great place to hang out. I right. love that. I think oh, yeah. you had some interesting yeah. news, right? So um, we are happy to announce that H2O Glow Nights will be returning awesome. and you can stay tuned to Disney Parks blog for further information. So, oh my yes. gosh, super exciting I, I there. love that. Yes. So H2O Glow Nights. Yes. Now we talked about getting a beachcomber shack. Mm -hmm. Now there's another type of shack that yes, involves food. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm all about the food, Same. especially ice cream. So oh. there's a place called the Snack Shack and they are actually introducing new Dole Whips. So you can do a mix and make your own Dole Whip flavor. <gasps> so there's lime, there's raspberry, oh. there's pineapple, which all sound very refreshing on a hot spring Definitely. day. Yes. And so Definitely. I, I love ice cream, y'all, so yes. I would love to try every single one of them, mix yes. and match, and, and do my own thing. And I have to add, you can add rum. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, dark yes. rum, coconut rum, and tequila, which I have not tried yet, mm -hmm. oh, wow. but that's on my list. That is <laughs> okay. on my list. So we yes. are definitely on break. Right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes, break, and there are also mini donuts, which who doesn't want to eat a donut mm. in a bathing suit? Yes. I mean, honestly, <laughs> me being a food person, I don't mind it. So. Um, and there's also at the Happy Landings ice cream, there's an iridescent cone. And so, of course, it is dipped in white chocolate. It has iridescent sprinkles oh. on it. And it just sounds like a dream, like the 50th anniversary. It yes. does. Perfect 50, 50th anniversary treat yes. for when you're sitting by the beach. Exactly. Yes. Just taking it all in. <laughs> <laughs> really nice. So lots of options when it comes to downtime yeah. and lots of options for spring break. Yes. Now, Doug, you mentioned earlier that your family is going on a very magical adventure to Alani. Yep. So we're okay. scheduled for this summer. We're very excited. I have planned it to death. Uh, <laughs> I know every character on the website. I've memorized it all. Um, there's just so many neat activities there. So I'm not a sit by the beach kind of a guy. Okay. So, and my daughters like different things. So one of the things we're excited about, you can actually get an iPad that is programmed and you do what's called the Menehune Trail, which is kind of a scavenger hunt where you, you discover more things about Hawaii. Wow. Um, and you can cause things to happen in the res I don't want to spoil it. I'm <laughs> trying to stay away from videos that show me all the things that I want to be surprised right, too. Yeah. But you have different things you can cause to, uh, change on the resort mm -hmm. so it's really neat and I think it also ties into the fact that when they designed the resort they did such a great job of being um, finely tuned to the cultural story yeah. mm -hmm. of Hawaii mm -hmm. yes it's not a cartoonish rendition it's very authentic and it really honors the culture of Hawaii which is part of what I'm excited about I really right, want to see that part of it yeah, yeah. it's so. good to be to learn something yeah. while mm -hmm. you're still on vacation, but not have it kind of forced on you. Right. So you're experiencing the magic of Disney, yeah. but you're also going to have such a wonderful time. Yes, <laughs> I definitely. love that. And two words, shaved ice. Yes, shaved ice, exactly. I know. Okay. We're going to okay. live vicariously through you. We are. <laughs> <laughs> shaved ice. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned shaved ice, but I think we should go up the coast. 
shall we? We talked a little bit about Disneyland. You did mention that, Brianna. So tell us a little bit more about some of the things we can do for spring break if we're visiting Disneyland Resort. Yes, so at Disneyland Resort, there is the Food and Wine Festival. It's happening through April 26th, and you can go to the different food booths that are there, and there's also something called a Sip and Savor Pass. Yes, yes. So there is a Sip and Savor Pass, and you purchase the pass, and then you have... Um, you get eight tastings, right? Mm-hmm. So you get, so it just makes it easier to just taste your way around the festival. Yeah. Taste different craft beers yes. and specialty wines mm-hmm. and all the delicious food. Yes. So really filling your spring break with food and fun. Yes. That's the best. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love it. It's so great. <laughs> yes. Okay. Listen, we're running short on time. This has been a blast. I know. Yes. I amazing. love talking to you guys. So so Can we just talk all day? Yes, right. But we need to do a lightning round. So we're going to oh, do a lightning okay, round. Yeah. I'm going to ask you some quick questions. I want you guys to give me the first answer that you can think yeah. of. Okay. And just go at it. Don't overthink it. Are you ready? We're ready. Ready, ready. We're ready? ready to okay. go. All right. Now, first one. Favorite snack to recommend? The Night Blossom in the World of Avatar. Okay. Hummus fries at the mm. Morocco Pavilion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything from Caramel Kusha? in Epcot in oh. Germany, but especially the Werther's popcorn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, one underrated attraction you cannot miss. You cannot miss for the first time in forever, Frozen sing-along. Mm, yes. Agreed. I would say winged encounters in the animal kingdom. Oh, like, yeah. You know, it's oh. a great bird show and people just, they walk right by it. And it's just, it's a fantastic show. It's tons of fun. And it's got a great script. It's humorous. It's funny. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, I have to say Grand Fiesta Tour, again, in Epcot, in Mexico. You love Epcot. Yes, I do. And it just, it's so fun. It's a slow-moving boat ride, and it smells delicious. Yes. It does smell It's delicious. got that Disney water yes. smell. It's perfect. I love that. Okay, a quick tip to maximize your park day. I would say to wake up early and just have a plan for the day. If it does not go according to plan, it's okay. You're at Disney. Relax. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I think using the mobile order and doing a counter service lunch so that you're not spending a ton of time at lunch. Yeah. You get your food right when you need it. You can be ordering it before you even get to the restaurant. You have your lunch. You enjoy your downtime, but then you're back at it. Yeah. Getting the park rides. I have to say rope drop. I'm a rope drop girl. So that means get into the park well before it opens and just beat the heat and beat the crowds. All right, I love that. Okay, last one. Your final spring break specific tip. So this is one that most people won't think about, but be kind and courteous to everyone around you. There's so many people, like it's hot, moving and grooving. Be that nice person and you will make somebody's day. I love love that. that. You know, I, I go back to the things I mentioned before because like a cliche, it's true for a reason. It's about a one day of relaxation, no theme parks, mm. pool day. Yeah. You get to relax, you get to reconnect, get to recharge, and it really sets up not only the rest of the vacation for you to be energized and ready to go, but it really sets up the rest of your school year for your kids. Yeah, true. I love that. I have to say, don't forget to pack your sunscreen, your poncho, and your umbrella. (laughs) And I use the poncho for the rain, and I use the umbrella as my portable shade. And if you forget it, they have beautiful ones you can purchase in um, the China Pavilion in Epcot. Thank you so much for joining us and tuning into the first episode of the Plan Disney Podcast. Now, make sure you stay tuned for next month, where we're going to talk all things Disneyland Resort. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram at Plan Disney Panel or on Twitter at Plan Disney. But don't forget to visit us at PlanDisney.com where we would love to help you plan your vacation and make it the Disney destination dream come true. 
Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thank you. And thank you to our sponsor, State Farm. We'll see you again real soon.